Hello everyone, thank you for giving so much love to all the episodes before and back with Darshina. So Darshina is an animal liberation activist. So thanks for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you Akshit for having me. It's a great pleasure. Yeah, so before starting everything, my first question to you is um, if you can just speak about your vegan journey and uh, about your background. Sure. So I was a dog lover. I love dogs and uh, I, I came back to Pune after quite a few years in the Middle East. So when I came back, I got involved with the dog, uh, the dog issue after attending a rally. And I realized that all these NGOs over here in Pune were doing their own thing, but they were not connected with one another. Activists who were fighting for dogs, feeding dogs, rescuing dogs, taking care of the dog issues here were not connected. So I formed an email group called Pune Animal Lovers or PALS. Okay. And I added uh, all the members there, uh, mm -hmm. almost 700 within two, three months. Mm -hmm. And uh, we started exchanging ideas, exchanging information, helping one another rescue dogs in need. And uh, it was great. And then I attended a seminar by Iapo. It was a day-long seminar here in Pune. And I was nominated as the... Uh, coordinator for the Pune Federation of Animal Protection Organizations. I was coordinator for a year and uh, as coordinator I worked with the PMC. I attended uh, meetings and I organized meetings with the PMC to restart the animal birth control or the sterilization program for the dogs. Okay. And I also got around 230 dogs in my area at that time, Viman Nagar, sterilized within a year or yeah. So it really made a huge difference because the number of dogs reduced, the number of uh, cases where there was conflict between humans and dogs came down drastically. And uh, it's always best to address the root issue, you know, the root of the problem. Yeah. Yeah. So after that, uh, I watched a video called Earthlings. A friend recommended that I should watch Earthlings. And I watched it and I was shocked because. I was a hardcore non-vegetarian and I didn't think that I was involved in so much cruelty. I was the reason for so much suffering. Yeah. So almost overnight, you can say I went vegan. I refused to eat animal products. And uh, then I realized that there must be thousands like me who were not aware and yeah. were, you know, part of that violence and uh, the cause of that suffering. So... I became an activist and I've been an animal liberation activist since 2012. So eight years of activism. Okay, wonderful. Uh, so um, again, uh, if you can just speak about how do, you, how do you feel after being vegan? Okay. The first thing I noticed was I started feeling light. And I was pretty surprised because that is not something I had expected at all. Mm -hmm. As a hardcore non-vegetarian, I thought we needed uh, non-vegetarian food, we needed animal products to be healthy and for our protein and all that. And it's surprising because I just started feeling so light. But at the same time, I felt very tired and exhausted. And that is because I didn't know what vegan food to eat because I'd been out of India, I'd been abroad for more than 20 years. So... I was so not used to eating roti sabji dal chawal, you know. And uh, I started eating shaved chivda biscuits, and biscuits contain milk solids. I was not aware of, uh, you know, reading 
labels like i didn't read the ingredients yeah so i was eating all the junk and i ended up feeling tired and exhausted mm-hmm. and uh, then i attended a seminar by dr nandita shah where she explained whole food plant based nutrition by then i had already done my research but i wasn't implementing it and i attended the seminar one day they gave us whole food plant based food and i was so energized and i was so surprised i said where did all this energy come from Yes. So after that I switched to a whole food plant based diet and there's been no looking back. So I am very energized, I sleep better, I am more alert. I uh, overall I just feel better, I have more stamina, I don't get tired at all. I can sleep for just 5 hours and I'm still fresh. So it's it's been a huge change and the myth of needing animal products as protein or calcium is all it's all gone I, i because when you experience it yourself i think yeah. that's the best yeah you don't need anybody to tell you that you need animal protein <laughs> okay wonderful. because you experience the best part yeah 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 yeah, yeah you do um right. so um how how do you uh, how like how did you um get into sterilizing dogs like um how did you raise funds for sterilizing them yeah so basically it is the responsibility of the civic authorities the pmc it is not something that we should be doing as individual citizens okay so uh, i uh, i went and met the officers who were responsible for the animal birth control and they had stopped this so i went and met them i explained it to them and i restarted it i used to go with another activist uh, another dog lover dr sushma date Okay. and fortunately for us the officer had been changed so because the officer had been changed uh, she listened to us and she was in charge of family planning for humans okay. and she realized the connection between you know animal birth control and human population control Yeah. so she got it instantly and she supported us then they set out a tender they uh, outsourced it and we worked with those ngos of course there were teething problems initially starting off was not easy but we also gave them some slack we because i we understood they also had their limitations initially to start off but once that started it went very smoothly and like i said it's you know we we really need to address the root of the issue yeah so just rescuing dogs and feeding them is not enough we really need to control the population so that they live a healthier and better life as it is they don't get all the need and care that they really need on the streets so yeah. if there are even more dogs then it becomes more difficult yeah so when there is a limited number of sterilized dogs they are happier they get enough food we everybody can take care of them more better yeah. i mean they can take care of them better and there are fewer uh, rescue cases necessary but we really need to raise more awareness there's a lot of uh, hatred for dogs as well in society which needs to be taken care of okay uh, so isn't it uh, painful for you know sterilizing uh, animals sorry isn't it isn't it painful for uh, you know sterilizing animals for the dogs of course it is but then that that uh, pain is temporary yeah it's not a continuous suffering that yeah. we would you know compel them to go through unless 
there is somebody who has so much that they can take care of the dog the puppies that are born and dogs reproduce every 6 months yeah so imagine if you just allow them to reproduce again and again it's like the human population maybe 50 years ago 100 years ago they didn't use contraception and people had nine children 10 children 12 yeah. children and it wasn't easy was it yeah yeah it's true 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 yeah okay wonderful uh so okay, if you can just speak about your activism and what you uh, you know do okay so i basically leaflet a lot so i don't leave the house without leaflets and i don't give up any opportunity i get to talk to people mm-hmm. uh so i explain you know whenever i get the opportunity i talk to them for 5 or 10 minutes and uh, give them a leaflet i take down the number we add them to our whatsapp group uh so that is something i do constantly non stop wherever i go mm-hmm. I also take part in weekly activities so every Saturday Sunday as a group we do activism uh we meet up and we decide we've already decided what we want to do and I also participate in the vegan india movement uh, events so the vegan india movement has got all cities together and we we do one event uh, which is common like uh, the last event we did together was painting a wall with a vegan message or an animal liberation message okay uh so all the cities participate in this it's a it's a kind of a, a way of you know showing our strength and unity and also getting the message across and i've also held uh, i've organized uh, vegan fests three vegan fests in phoenix market city one of the best malls in pune yeah and uh, I also hold organized rather uh, vegan master chef challenges or vegan super chef challenges in institutes of hotel management. I give talks in schools, colleges, wherever I get the opportunity. So I organize protests, marches, organize events for the for us. So I do all this too. I mean, there's no limit to it. <laughs> Okay. I uh, do yeah, I also have a YouTube channel called Plant Powered Darshana where you can see a lot of my activities and okay. uh, interactions with people. Wonderful. Great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like how how is an activist uh, have you helped people go vegan or you know give advices? Oh, well, all my activism is about helping people go vegan and also take up activism. So basically when you give them information Uh-huh. about what happens to animals they understand it is not something they would want to do yeah. and it's a very non confrontational way that i do this i do not uh, blame them i don't hold them accountable for what they are doing right now because it's basically societal conditioning that has actually got us into this yeah uh, we are you know fed animal products even before we understand what it's all about and if we we given the opportunity to choose whether we would want to hurt an animal and consume their flesh or their secretions most people wouldn't choose yeah to do that as you know as children once you understand come to an age where you can understand what animals are and like i simply give an example like if i if you were a kid and i got a chicken which is actually just a baby chicken just 40 day old chicken like these broilers are when they are killed so if i got a chicken and you were a kid and i told you that i was going to kill that chicken and give you the flesh to eat what would you do 
So most people yeah. instinctively say they wouldn't allow the person to kill the chicken. And that's what it is, basically. So people get it. Or when about dairy, I ask them, you know, when mother, when any mammal produces milk, and that's when they have babies. So why has nature put milk in the body? It's for the baby. It's nutrition. It's liquid nutrition for a newborn baby to grow fast in a short period of time. So when I ask them if they would steal the food of a baby, they say, no, they wouldn't. So it's basically all societal conditioning. And we are, you know, the violence has been normalized for us. So normalized that we don't even question it. So when I raise awareness like that, they get it and people are ready to leave uh, animal products, just like I was. And uh, I, I hold talks in institutes of hotel management, uh, sorry, in colleges and schools. Uh, I do a lot of uh, awareness wherever I go. All, a lot of my neighbors have gone vegan because I don't wait for an event to do you know, to raise awareness when I'm walking out with my dog, when I'm shopping, if I see anything, I get an opportunity. I talk about it. So a lot of my neighbors have gone vegan. Their families, whole families that have gone vegan. Okay. And I always also carry leaflets with me wherever I go. So if they don't have the time to talk, I just give them the leaflet. Anyways, I give them the Wonderful. Thing. That's how I... Yeah. yeah. Uh, so how how hard it is you now? Like if you have, I'm sure you helped a lot of people in those years of your journey of being a vegan activist. So how hard it is to make people believe uh, that veganism is uh, important in our life. So when I first became vegan, I was traumatized. I was so traumatized that I couldn't believe I had been part of that violent system. And that I was the cause or the reason for the so, for so much suffering, you know, of other animals. Because that's not the kind of person I am. I love dogs and I would say I was always an animal lover. But because of societal conditioning, we are so disconnected from, you know, our hearts and minds. Yeah. So the difficult part was when I first went vegan, I did not know how to communicate. And I used to end up fighting with people. I used to end up uh, arguing with them because I didn't know how to put it across. And I thought if I got it, I thought, oh, it would be like everybody would get it. I just needed to tell them. Yeah. But that is not what happens. And people start questioning, which was absolutely shocking for me when the first time I heard, but plants have feelings I was like are you serious I had absolutely no response to that because I was so unprepared I did not expect somebody to defend plants just because I said animals should not be killed and this is a kind of a defense mechanism I think people become defensive when we question them or question their habits and their you know taste buds basically it's something they desire so yeah. if, if you don't know how to communicate, it becomes very difficult and it ends up into an argument where each one tries to prove his point. Yeah. But after a few years, I watched a few videos and I learned how to communicate. So now it's not difficult at all. And uh, people get it very fast within five, 10 minutes and they get it. Of course, they may not switch immediately, yeah. but they get it. Yeah. So it's not very difficult if you know how. So communication is something that we really need to 
you know train activists uh, so how um, what do you have thoughts uh, so you you said you love dogs so do you uh, believe in you know the people who sell dogs or adopting dogs from the streets mm -hmm. so as an animal liberation activist we believe in the rights of animals they should have a right to live the way they want without human interference uh -huh. and uh, putting a price on an animal is just like putting a price on another human being so you know during slavery humans were sold they were they were a price was put on their heads they were sold in auctions this is unacceptable today right so yeah. as an animal liberation activist i am totally against putting a price on any animal be it a dog or a chicken or a fish or a goat or an egg or milk or cow or buffalo any animal i am against zoos i do not believe that animals should be made to yeah. work in yeah. circuses yeah. to do unnatural things things that are so not what they should be doing they should live a life that nature intended for them yeah. without human interference yeah. so no all my animals i have one dog and two cats right now they are all rescued and if i had the ability i would set them free but at the moment i have no other option but to keep them in the house with me but they're happier than where they would have been because they are rescued from terrible situations Okay. Yeah, wonderful. So, uh, last question I have is: If you would like to give a message to the audience or speak about anything you wish to. Yeah. So basically, what I'd like to tell people is: You know, we are born in a system where we are indoctrinated into a violent system. We do not choose to do things. Yeah. And uh, we become aware, and I think it's our moral obligation to. see whether we want to be part of these violent systems it's a moral obligation to think about these animals as living beings as individual beings sentient beings yeah and uh, it's not very difficult to step out of this system mm -hmm. and and uh, we just need to realize it's a social justice movement just like any other movements like how india got freedom from the british or the slavery uh the civil rights movement mm -hmm. for the black people or even you know abolishing sati or women's rights oh this is animal rights children's rights i mean they're all the same it's it's fighting against an injustice the only difference being here animals like children can't fight for themselves so we as adult humans have to intervene on their behalf and i think it's time that we all questioned all these things and not follow the herd you know this is it's a dominant ideology okay and people do this all over the world so we can we can really step out and say we don't want to be part of this violence yeah. let's replace violent systems with non-violent systems and equality and equal you know uh, wealth equity for everyone Okay, so yeah, thank you very much. Had a wonderful, um, you know, session filled filled with a lot of uh, useful information. Thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you, Lakshit, for doing this and wishing you all the best with more of your podcasts. Thank you. Thank you.